An Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Hi, this is Ray Park. I play Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon podcast. Check it out, listen, make sure the force is strong. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 141. My name is Jay, the Jedi Ross. Please excuse me while I flick my beak. You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. (sighs) Mr. Anthony Bachman and Mr. Francis Fernandez, fellow members of the Points of Interest podcast network, full-fledged Knights of the Pod Table, how are you, fellas? Doing well? Good. I had an epiphany. Oh, what was that? A bit of an enlightenment, you might say. Oh, okay. I thought you were even a dancer at the club. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out to the stage. Please put yeah. your hands together for a epiphany. epiphany. <laughs> like I think I met that broad in Niagara Falls a while back. <laughs> sure I met her when I was a sailor. This is the story of Star Wars. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Let's begin now. Um, no, I, okay. This whole thing starts a while back. We, in fact, had an emergency podcast session about Walt Disney buying Star Wars. Sure. And, of course, this immediately causes havoc in any fanboy's head that could last however long. Because it could be for however different an intensity for each individual fan. It was pretty intense for me. And I had to go through a lot of coming to grips with the fact that everything I had known as the Star Wars Expanded Universe was now something else. I don't want to say gone, and I don't want to say erased, because it completely wasn't, and that's been proven. And, uh, you know, things have taken adjustment, like the whole 
legends, like cre- the creation of the legends kind of canon section, and then real canon. And it's been confusing. It's been a confusing time. It was hard for me to let go of years and years of amazing Dark Horse comic books. And the fact that I thought I was an aficionado on the Star Wars Expanded Universe. Brave, but uh, foolish. I enjoyed knowing my shit. Not to, you know, spout trivia, <laughs> but just I had an insatiable want to know as much of it as I could, right? Sure. Now, here's where my epiphany was, because I haven't had a easy time grooving on this new stuff. Rebels is kind of weird. And as you guys know, I'm a bit of a prequel apologist. I'm a I'm a Jedi guy. I am a Times of the Republic guy, you know? My favorite Dark Horse comics are all the old school, old Republic ones, right? Yeah, you got more love for the prequels than you do for Zack Snyder, and that's fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, my friend. I really don't. Zack... I don't know. I think I think your love of the Jedi supersedes even his pretty films. I think it does, but I mean, his, my the love for him in my heart grows daily. Put it that way. <laughs> in one hand, you have uh, Man of Steel versus Zod, the destruction of Metropolis while two men fight. In the other hand, you have... Obi-Wan Kenobi and Kwai John Jin versus Darth Maul. Uh, What's yeah. a better fight? Yeah, that's all Jedi all day long. Uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> There's no denying that. I, you happen to pick the one fight that I think is the best in the history of the Star Wars movie franchise, though. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I think it is the best yeah, yeah. actual just full-on fight for fight choreography yeah. that they've done in the Star Wars universe so far. Definitely. It's beautifully shot, beautifully done. It's, it's a... Ray Park. And anytime yeah. you can't see Ray Park's face, he's amazing. It's a ballet. <laughs> Has there been a time you have been able to see his face? <laughs> yeah, Ballistic X versus Severed. Of Ooh, course. Of course. You know that movie that yes, nobody I remembers? I remember that. Nobody that. wants to remember? I totally remember that one. With Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas, where Lucy Liu fought Ray Park and all he was wearing was a sweater and jeans. Yeah. And it just looked awful. That's pretty fantastic. <laughs> so I have to come to terms with this whole new universe. And what I've realized now. After thinking on things and brooding on things and actually, you know, giving things a chance, like Rebels, which has turned out to be pretty fantastic, is that it could be ex- – see, I didn't get into the Expanded Universe when it started, right? It was later on, as, you know, a lot of people did. You had to be a diehard Star Wars fan to have read all the first Star Wars novels when they came out and have read everything since. Do you know what I mean? No, I still haven't read much of any, yeah. any of those. I only got into the comics, and I got into those very late. The only one I really read was Legacy. There you go. And I mean, and that's very, very late into the into the whole expanded universe. And you know us. Right. We're, we're kind of completionists, right? <laughs> so I'm still on a quest that always will be to own every Dark Horse Star Wars comic, at least most of the titles that I want and such. But this, it occurred to me what a cool opportunity this is to be at the beginning to be at a time when they're going to start everything fresh so there are brand new stories and this is going to be a whole brand new history and i'm there at the beginning where i wasn't before where i had to go back and learn a lot of things this is a great opportunity to just keep going forward right sure so i'm really actually starting to get excited about this which is kind of weird now, what really prompted this recent excitement was the news uh, recently that there is going to be a 20-novel 
series produced, right? Holy well, fucking shnikes. Which is actually novels? Yeah. But that that's actually mildly debatable because they did a breakdown of what those twenty releases are and some of them are like sticker books or like you know, like things that you can't actually read and actually Okay, so it's not actually twenty novels, yes, it's no, twenty sorry, I books that, that are Star Wars. Yes. Okay. Right. I, yeah. I was gonna say wrong. if they sign somebody up to write twenty fucking Star Wars novels, that's insane. It'd be awesome. But fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, there's <laughs> because three of them will be the the scripts reinterpreted as a novel from the new movies. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're going to see. This all is where all. excitement comes in because okay, a we get to start fresh. So this is going to include novels, comics, sticker books, all that good stuff. So you've got the the couple new line of comics, which so far so good. Um, they're not living up to what I thought for Dark Horse, but the store the stories are. But I still preferred the Dark Horse style mm. of art and such. Won't get too deep into that. I ranted about it a couple episodes well, ago. And also, I was thinking about that too. I mean, they brought on a lot of big names. Marvel did because it's a lot of new launches, new books. And I think what we're gonna see is a lot of those guys that were at Dark Horse. Once, like the book goes six months, you know, Star Wars, Princess Leia, the new Rebels comic. Once they yeah. have the, you know, they, they have the hot shot artist on it for the first six months, and once that person gets behind, that's when Marvel editorial will be like, oh yeah, go hire those eight fucking artists at Dark Horse that were pumping out a book every month for eight years because we know they can draw Star Wars. Uh, we can hope. I actually, I actually brought that very uh, topic up when I was speaking with Mark McKenna at the Great Allentown Con. As I asked them, I was like, you ever, you ever think you might, you know enter the universe again and he with he didn't skip a beat he was like no that that's over that's done i don't mm. i don't think any of us will touch it again i think it's going to be a whole other kind of thing and you wow. know it's interesting to have that take on it but uh again i mean things are so unpredictable nowadays who knows right because they are i, I do know if jander seem has not drawn star wars it doesn't feel like star wars to me very true very true <laughs> you know and if ostrander is not writing things here and there it just feels kind of yeah you, you put those two names together and that's a star wars comic there it doesn't matter what it they could be writing fucking my little pony and it would feel like a star wars comic. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, those two are amazing absolutely so it's 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 gonna be different, but I like the fact, like I'm saying, we we get to start fresh. So we're gonna have these mm -hmm. comics, and we've seen a few of them. We've seen Darth Vader, which is my favorite yeah. of them so far. Princess Leia and the Star Wars. Um, there's going to be a few. There's going to be a new series as well that's really exciting about Kanan, and it's going to be his story of when he was a Padawan to the Order sixty six. Execute Order sixty six. Yeah, there was. I think it's called the last pa the last Padawan. Yes, I think is the title of the book. Um, it's actually no, that's that's uh, that's the book. But they're actually gonna do. Uh, oh, I get confused because I think there's a book that's the last Padawan, and then they're doing the Rebels kind of series. I don't know. There's there's a lot going on right now. See, I think I thought last Padawan was a comic because I thought I just saw an ad for it in one of the comic books I was reading. Okay, Kanan is getting his own book. That's for sure. And from what it's called, it's yeah, just it's, called Star it's, Wars Kanan. It's, it's Star Wars hyphen Kanan semicolon the last pattern. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I just Not pulled up on Marvel.com. So dot, yeah, they, dot, just, dot, they went a little blah, long blah, blah. on the title. Yeah. I'm very excited to read that book because that'll be back to a little bit of what I enjoyed. And this is, I, this is what I hoped that they wouldn't ignore the past and they wouldn't ignore the, the, the prequels and they are absolutely not 
because how can this book be anything other but you know the Clone Wars era? It is the Clone Wars era. So I get right. I get to still dive into something that's still connected to there and see some other Jedi and meet some new Jedi. In fact, when I remember how worried I was about this meeting the end of the Jedi for me, <laughs> and just having old guys you know wheeling, you know half trained assholes wheeling two powerful lightsabers and shit you know. So you know, I, I'm really starting to get stoked about this shit. It's really now exciting, and uh, I like that it's turned around that way for me. Now. Uh, other news that feels weirdly like the books I love. I always read the novels, mainly the New Jedi Order and a few of the offshoots. I've read the Thrawn trilogy, uh, just great books which I can always love. And it's it's in a, in a time of reboots, it's not so easy to ignore that stuff. You know, we've kind of gotten acclimatized to that. But um, mm. I'm excited to have new books to read, plus the comics. But this one-off movie. It's going to be one of the biggest, the biggest adjustments because we have never had something like this, unless you really want to count your Ewok adventures. <laughs> no, we don't want to count you know, that. Let's let's pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, so Ewoks are just homeless Care Bears that sold their magical powers. <laughs> <to> the <bears. laughs> did you did you post that? I, I saw that yes, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That, that was a great meme. I saw that. I, that was the best laugh I've had in a month. I saw that picture of poor Wicket. Like I'm homeless, man. I sold my Care Bears there. Now I'm all out of weed. What the fuck, yo? Oh, oh man. Now announced man, yeah. uh, recently in the past little while as well is the, the actual title of the Star Wars standalone film and that's Rogue One yeah now is which it, is a good title is I it like Rogue it. One or is it Star Wars Rogue One what do you Star think Star Wars colon Rogue One mm. according to this and, and apparently you know uh, the news today was John Williams will not be composing for that movie. Yes. What? Yes, that's yeah. right. No, it's not a Star Wars movie then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, what the fuck? Oh, I had it here. Uh, who's actually doing Alexander Desplat. Yes. And what has he done? He's done nothing. Desplat. <laughs> <laughs> You've been splatted. With the name Desplat, you can't... Well, okay, so let's see what he... Um, uh, he has done... He's the composer who won the first, his first Oscar for Wes Anderson's The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yes. No he's problems also, with that. Well, he's done also The Imitation Game, Argo, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, King's Speech, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, it's all Wes Anderson stuff. <laughs> you can't complain about Harry Potter, though. That was wonderful soundtrack music in the Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, but he had something to play off of. There was a red, already original music. And I guess he's has, he has something to play off of with, oh, yeah. with Star Wars. I'm sure so. the theme will be in there, maybe. I don't know. But here's a version of it. Yeah. And, okay, so th is this going to take place? This is what I don't get. Is this going to take place at the same time as Force Awakens? Or is this going to be like the first of the Rogue Squad? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. My best guess would be it's going to be the jumping on point between six and seven it would be filler between that time period because we sense. don't know how long 
of a gap we're going to get. Because, I mean, we've got, what, Luke, who looks fucking 50 years older than the last time we saw him? Mm-hmm. I mean, Mark Hamill's put on some serious years. So it, it makes sense to me if they're going to do a standalone film that is going to come out, you know, is wait, is it coming out before The Force Awakens? May 26, after. 2017. Right, so it's after? I mean, it yeah. still could be, you know... It could oh, wait, sorry, that's episode matter. 8. That's episode 8, I apologize. Yeah. But yeah, it could be a give us a little <clears throat> bit of... You, know, you could go 6 and then 7, and you go back to Rogue One, and it kind of fills in some of the gaps that you're missing in between 6 and 7. Now, did you guys see Godzilla? You guys saw Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, see Godzilla. Godzilla was married to Scarlet Witch? Exactly. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I know everybody loved Godzilla. I didn't see... I haven't seen Monsters or Godzilla... But how is it so fucking easy to get your hands on a Star Wars movie <clears throat> like this? Like, you won an Oscar. Monsters won an Oscar. Wait, wait for for where? Gareth who, Gareth Edwards, the oh, director. Oh, for him. Yeah. Oh, uh, the director. I, that I don't know. Was Godzilla that good? No. That he earned a Star Wars movie. <laughs> like, I don't understand what about this guy they're taking the shot on. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be a million people begging for that job. No. Wait. Yeah. So which one is Gareth Edwards doing? He's doing, doing the standalone. Hmm. So it makes me wonder if they're just kind of using. I thought Rian Johnson was doing it. The guy that Rian Johnson is writing it. Oh wait, sorry. Yes, he is. To write and to... direct. Yeah, Star Wars standalone film. Rian Johnson to write and direct. That's what I pulled up. Wait, I'm reading an article that says two different things. The title for director Gareth oh. Edwards standalone movie. Yeah, Gareth Edwards, Felicity yes. Jones and Ryan Johnson is confirmed. And then, yeah, in the same article, in the title, it says that the other guy is going to write and direct it. They You're don't all know screwed who's up, directing Star this Wars. Movie. You don't even know what's <laughs> happening with your websites here. As of today, March 16, 2015, at 2.16 p.m., it's still – Gareth Edwards is still yes. slated to direct. <laughs> so that's the most <laughs> recent I have. Okay, yeah, on IMDb, this. they got him as yeah directing monsters godzilla rogue one and godzilla 2 so he's known for his, his visual effects more than oh, wait, he is yeah. as a director well, and monsters was a really good film because it was a movie where it was a monster movie where they don't show you the monsters to mm -hmm. keep it cheap like it was a well-made film and as much as i didn't like the script in godzilla like the movie's gorgeous it's fucking beautiful yes it is yeah so has you only get eight minutes of godzilla but the rest <laughs> of the movie has some great parts in it so mm -hmm. has this guy actually ever directed a movie, Rian Johnson? Rian Johnson? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because if he's to... Oh, he's, oh, he directed three episodes of Breaking Bad. He did Looper. Oh. That's his okay, so... He was announced... IMDb is showing him as announced as the director of Star Wars Episode Eight and Nine. That's directed. right. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yep, because J.J. is only doing the one, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, so this is where the confusion is. So Rian Johnson's okay, yeah. so doing eight and nine, and Gareth together. Edwards yeah. is doing Rogue One. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So they're probably working together to make sure all the scripts are cohesive and blah blah blah. How do you so, yeah, follow so up Godzilla and Looper? <laughs> How do you follow up J.J. Abrams with this guy? Like, no disrespect to him. I'm sure he's a fine filmmaker, but how? Like, I expected a like a mega three-way lineup. I really did expect like J.J. Zach and I don't know. Guillermo or Jackson or something. I really expected that, you know? I think the reason why they're using these kind of lesser known people is to kind of mix everything up. 
you know, uh, to give these movies a different feel because everything kind of like you know with jj it's going to be a lot of the same you'll see you've, what you've seen in star uh, star trek you'll see in star wars um so i'm guessing this is kind of their way of just and kind of really juggling want to spend six years listening to fanboys complain about lens flares off lightsabers exactly i would rather have two <laughs> other fucking directors. i love jj abrams i think yeah. he could run a lens flare across every light in the fucking film and i would still enjoy it but i don't want to listen to people bitch about it I'm sick of it. Yeah, I actually read a really interesting article today about uh, a guy talking about, and he was in no way apologizing for the prequels. He did not enjoy the movies, but he said <clears throat> if they're going to have actual real critical cause to continue to not like these movies, they have to stop complaining about the top five things that they do over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Have some actual criticism. Yeah. So a lot of these. Yeah. You know. And I mean, looking at the, the IMDb on it too. Fucking, uh, Rian Johnson wrote and directed Brick. Ooh. Um, it is a, a JGL film that is about a teenager in high school uh, dealing with basically a drug dealer and some shit that went down in his town. So knowing that he did that and then did something sci-fi like Looper and directed a couple episodes of Breaking Bad, <clears throat> I'm completely sold on this guy directing a Star Wars film. He may not be expensive or be a huge name, but that's some serious fucking talent right this there. This is also yeah. not going to be your typical Star Wars film. I think they're making that clear from the beginning. That uh, Oh, yeah. Definitely. I I would yeah. not be surprised if there's not a single lightsaber in that movie. In I which think, one? Yeah, I think 9 and 10 oh. are going to be very different from the first No, Rogue six. One. Oh, Rogue I don't one? think there, yeah. there may not be a... Yeah, that's Gareth Edwards. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's the guy that did Monster and Godzilla. I think it's going to be really yeah, out there. Yeah, it could there. be just, a, you know... It could just be spaceships in that one. There may not even be a Jedi. It may be the darkest of all Star Wars movies. Judging by no, that, well, I don't know if you saw the concept art, but there was a little bit of concept art leaked online, and it looked like ooh, fucking no. Halo. Fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looked nice. like fucking hardcore. Like this is gonna be like a war film. You know what I mean? Well, it so, would make sense. But then again, so they, yeah, I can't yeah. say it's gonna be the darkest one until we start seeing some stuff in the Boba Fett film. No, that's the, that's the question I was gonna have. So now that they've kind of gone off to right field on this one with uh, with Rogue One, do you think the other two movies, are, the other two spinoffs are just going to be standalone, nothing to do with Han, nothing to do with Boba Fett, nothing? Do you think it will actually? I'm pretty sure they've confirmed all but absolutely confirmed that the next one's a Boba Fett movie. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now here's my thing. Mm -hmm. They have put themselves in a position where they cannot ignore what they have said will be canon. And they have said that all the movies are canon, right? Now, you, how are you going to have a Boba Fett who isn't – I always try to – I'm always like, I'm going to pronounce <laughs> this dude's name, and then I never can. I know it's Timu something or other. Oh, well. I'm pretty sure. But the guy who played Boba Fett and Jango Fett in the Clone Wars, how do you make the how do you make a Boba Fett movie without him? They're a, he's a clone. He's not he... just his kid. He's a clone. He has to be exactly him. How do you not <laughs> he, use the guy? You just don't show his face. Yeah, I was just say until the prequels, we never knew what Boba Fett looked like. You think yeah. you can get okay? I you can kind of get away with like in Judge Dredd. He never takes his helmet off, but. He gets to at least emote through the lower half of his face. I can't see a, a masked character carrying an entire movie unless he's the bad guy of his own movie and there's somebody else is the hero of the movie. Do you know what I mean? Could be. Like, I'm not sure, sure if it would focus around him like an anti-hero type thing. Or, maybe. you know, 
would he be the bad guy in his own? That's probably what they'd do. They'd probably make him the bad guy. It probably wouldn't be like Star Wars Boba Fett. It would probably be something along the lines of Rogue One, and he just happens to be a main character in it, I guess, right? Who's hunting people and kicking ass. Yeah. That would work. Because, sure. yeah. like, this Felicity Jones, who knows what the hell her connection to anything is going to be, like, her character <laughs> or, you know. But they're talk about woman power, eh? Like, Star Wars, like, all the heroes, it's, uh... Oh, that's right, be kind of yeah. cool, yeah. If, yeah, if it's, you know, a Rogue One where, you know, you're thinking Rogue Squadron, if it's a female pilot as the lead of the film, that'd be fucking spectacular. Especially since they took him out from the last, you know, original trilogy. Might as well put him back in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have you guys seen uh, The Theory of Everything? Yes, Was she I have. good in that? She was fantastic. Actually, she's a very, she's very good, a uh, very good actress. Range is fantastic. Um, can really emote well. <laughs> Just you know, you you know, you, you. I I thought she was fantastic in that film, and I think that uh, if you want somebody who can really sell uh, sell a role, especially if they're gonna make, I think these like movies are gonna be very character heavy, character driven, as opposed to all the action, all the fighty fighty. It'll just be a lot of character driven stuff. Um, I think yeah, she's a perfect fit. That's good to know. That's good to hear. Yeah, because. Uh... I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm really interested in it. I think it's going to feel weird. I don't think it's going to feel like any Star Wars film ever. It's going to have a very, I don't know, I think it might be edgier or something. I don't know. I just, I'm kind of getting that vibe. But uh, you know what? They're going to keep making Star Wars movies, so who can really complain? I got to add pieces 78 and 79 to my lightsaber collection. Nice. <laughs> uh, piece 77 was a uh, kind of smaller, just pop-out little toy version of Kanan's lightsaber. Oh, okay. And uh, 79 is Ezra's lightsaber from the Rebels cartoon. Very cool. And I, I think it's a neat idea. I don't know. Are you guys familiar with his lightsaber? With no. Kanan's? Yeah, no. I mean, I... Ezra's. Uh, he, oh, no. He, he built an attachment on the handle that is a blaster. So oh. his handle has what looks like a guard on it. You so know, it's a gun blade. It's a gun yeah. blade. It's a Star Wars gun blade. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, I'm okay with this. It's a cool design, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But the just the only thing about, I guess, it shows the disconnect between the old broken, you know, splintered kind of Jedi and their ways. And uh, and the new ideals, because I don't think an old Jedi would ever even use a blaster. At least, I guess we're just going by Obi-Wan's kind of opinion of the whole thing. But does putting a blaster on the handle make it a less elegant weapon? You know? Uh, uh, it's a super neat design, yeah. but of course they don't have the benefit of full Jedi training. So they kind of got to, I guess, come up with it these... It might be a little less elegant, but a little better in a bar fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the kid's such a good shot. They laid that out from the beginning when he had his little laser kind of slingshot thing on his arm that he used. To oh, wait, use. is Ezra the kid in Rebels? Yes, Ezra's the kid. The one that's learning to become a Jedi under Kanan? Yes, yes. Okay, I only saw the first episode, so I, I'm having trouble remembering the name still. Okay, well, Ezra is the, is the Padawan, and he had this, uh, like, slingshot energy thing on his wrist that he would use. And uh, eventually they traveled to a temple and he got a crystal and he made a lightsaber and put that blaster attachment to it because the kid's an amazing shot. Right. So I guess he wanted to implement that into it. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. 
like it. So very, very cool indeed. And uh, the other cool thing that happened with Rebels was bringing in Ahsoka, as uh, I talked about. What some really? Time on some other podcast. Am I spoiling things for you guys? You have no idea. Eh? <laughs> I haven't I had a chance. I really haven't had a chance to watch I, it. I, I never all right, it, let so. me fill you guys in on this shit. <laughs> all right. Oh, we've been okay all season long. These rebels have been pulling their little missions, being rebels trying to start something. They have never had any idea whether they're the only rebel cell in the galaxy or not. They don't know if they're just five people fucking shit up or if anybody else is either, right? Okay. So they okay. finally get in touch with uh, this mysterious figure called Fulcrum. And only Hera, the pilot of the ship, has been in contact with Fulcrum. And they take their orders from Fulcrum. And, you know, Hera's been sharing nothing because it, it's better, you know, if anybody gets caught, they can't get, you know, interrogated or whatever. Plausible so, deniability. Yeah, the less you know, exactly. the better. <laughs> so the very last episode in uh, the season finale it is revealed that Fulcrum is Ahsoka. Nice. And Ahsoka wow. Tano has been putting this rebellion together, and she's working closely with Senator Organa. And they stayed in touch, and she's all grown up and sexy looking Ahsoka. <laughs> and sure. uh, nice. she still has two lightsabers. So still, uh, you know, kind of in a practicing Jedi in some way, I guess. I don't know what you'd call it at that point. But that was the big thing, that Ahsoka turned out to be uh, Fulcrum. And that was a, a really cool thing. So talk about bridging the old with the new. The thing I wanted most of all has happened, right? I'm amazed she survived. Um, yeah. It's, well, think about it. She wasn't a Jedi at the time of the Order 66, right? Because uh, she so. had left Anakin well before that occurred. Well before mm -hmm. that occurred. Uh, there's the spoilers, Dan, but I haven't finished the Clone Wars yet. <laughs> oh! Oh, I apologize. I'm behind. I apologize, Anthony. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's it's really impressive how it plays out, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. I'm so far no, behind. No. I'm only like, I think I'm in the still in the first half of the second season on Netflix. Oh, wow. oh okay. so you got by the time I get to the end of it, I won't even. Remember this conversation. Yeah. Oh, we'll be sure to play it back to you before you get there. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Francis. Fuck you. It's that a really good episode, though. It's actually kind of deep. I sided with her. And, uh, yeah, there's a whole big, uh, you know, schism between her and the Jedi. And uh, you totally, kind of like in parts of the prequels, you know, like the Jedi Order was broken. It was, there was a lot of things wrong with it, you know, and they, they really kind of did put that on display in those movies, you know? Well, and they put too much faith in a whiny little bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How come we were calling Mark Hamill a whiny little bitch when he was whining about power converters? <laughs> he was a fucking farm boy. You couldn't... You couldn't blame him. Yeah, he's a fucking farm boy living in the middle of a fucking desert dealing with Tauntauns and Tusken Raiders. Yeah, his I guess sucked. no tauntauns. There's no fucking tauntauns on. And he was basically happy to go do anything. Mm -hmm. Little little shit talking Anakin was pissed off when they took him away from his pod racing. Nice, nice. <laughs> so wow. it bells. It's gonna beg the question: uh, How far could they take this? Could they take this to where Ezra grows up, and Ezra is an a. Not old, but older man during the time of these present Force Awakened movies, and could he one day end up with his own movie? Well, I, I don't see why not. Yeah, sure. Wouldn't that be cool? 
because now they're opening up even further generations, right? Like this could be taken. Like this is what Rebels takes place six years before New Hope. Mm-hmm. So he's barely younger than Luke. So as Luke is in the Force Awakens, Ezra would actually still be a younger, more in his prime type Jedi guy, right? Yeah, and and I think it benefits them to do this continuity because they see how Disney sees how well it works with Marvel, and sees how well it's doing for them. So they're gonna be like, oh yeah, well yeah, but it started do... with Star Wars, kind of like I I have to say more Star Trek maybe, but Star Wars fans since the beginning have been mm-hmm. suckers for canon and continuity. Like that's true. Yeah, you know, they just died for those books. Like they were such a craving, they had to start writing these books. Right. Did you? By the way, did you guys actually want to hear what the titles of these books are <laughs> for the I, I, upcoming? I saw a couple the of them. Yeah, shoot. I have out a small a list here. So you have Star Wars Aftermath, which uh, they don't know what it's really about, but they're thinking it's the epilogue to the original trilogy. It's evidence uh, gonna be a Jedi. It's the new truce of Bakura. The next one is uh, the prequel Star Wars: Journey to the Force. Awakens, and it's a story told by C, uh, from C-3PO's perspective. Um, then they have get, bots, man. It's their story. It really is. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a. I guess they're going to retell A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, uh, but it's going to be for the young adult readers, so it's going to be kind of... It's going to be out. from other characters' points of views as well. A, so oh. when they do uh, redo a new hope novel it's not going to be from the main characters it will be from like side characters pointed yeah out. from the perspective of various supporting characters and then they're actually yeah. going to re- release other novels that focus on characters from the original trilogy uh there's going to be a moving target novel that will follow the adventures of princess leia uh oh, there's going to be something called oh the weapon of a jedi which is about luke skywalker um oh that's that one jumps out at me weapon of the a weapon of a jedi yeah because it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him because how much history have we read about luke sky because the whole expanded universe was based on luke oh that's true yeah, yeah. it was all about luke falling yeah. luke, luke luke's coming family, back luke's kids. luke getting married luke having you know it was the solos too but mainly this whole thing was luke putting together the academy again yep. you know yeah so how are they going to switch that is going to be amazing. Because I've heard some really crazy plot details that <laughs> may or may not be true. Is this still revolving around the floating hand? Well, no, the, no. Flo- the revolving lightsaber. <laughs> I oh. like the floating hand lightsaber. Okay, well, here's check this out. This is a huge spoiler, okay? If this is true, this is a spoiler. But when I heard this, I loved this. I actually really enjoyed this. So... What this is a scene that was apparently spoiled. Uh, the scene is is what's his name? Uh, Finn. Okay. And what's Daisy's name there? What do they call her again? Ray? Is it Ray they're calling her? Oh, Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a scene where Ray and Finn are somewhere on some kind of jungly planet or something, and they come and they meet with some character played by Lupita Nyong'o. Because remember, she's in the movie, right? Like a lot of people, I think, have forgotten that because they don't know who she is, but she's in there. And apparently she starts explaining to them about the man who taught her the ways of the Force and why that weapon came to them. So 
it lends a lot of credence to the whole we found the lightsaber and it led to all this shit kind of theory, right? Yeah. So apparently their travels and trying to and, and it, it it sounds like, you know, it makes sense like we've heard like they find Han and Han tries to help them find Luke and they find Luke, but uh, you know, I hadn't occurred to me that Luke may have an apprentice and Lupita and Yanga as his an apprentice swell idea. Like he is teaching somebody. He's not just absolutely bat shit crazy out in the jungle. Maybe he is actually <laughs> has become, you know, a wise Jedi master, you know? Or maybe it's both. He mm-hmm. has an apprentice and he's batshit crazy. <laughs> Which would make for a good movie. <laughs> I so like it's it. almost she's like, like, yeah, this guy's teaching me stuff, but he's fucking nuts. I could see her being like a good version, like a good kind of version of Asa's Ventress. A lot of people thought that she might be playing that role and it might be cool. But I kind of see her being more like ethereal, you know? More like a, a mystic type Jedi being taught by crazy old skywalker you know well, hopefully yeah um anyway the la- i guess the last book uh is smuggler's run which is a han solo tale of so course. we got of, of course you have to get han yeah. solo somewhere <laughs> and i i love the rumors of a jesse pinkman young han solo that would be amazing. <laughs> Freaking aaron paul yeah i yes. would pay good money to okay, see okay listen i don't okay i get that people love this guy Mm-hmm. And I get that he kind of can play that character. I totally get that. And but what I don't get is, I'm sorry, he's just not nearly manly and handsome enough. What? See what I'm saying? Like he's, I know he can act the role. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes, mm-hmm. just their characteristics and their physicality just are way too far off. Like, come on. I know. I would have to see Aaron Paul have tried to do a Harrison. Ford impression. Like even then, a young Harrison Ford looked like a man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just you know, it's just a rumor, and not even rumor. It's just fantasy. You know, <laughs> sure, maybe yeah. one day. I don't think there's anything back in that one at all, yeah. other than just yeah, fan want. That's a hard role to cast a young Han Solo. Well, they're already going to replace uh, Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones with uh, Chris Pratt. That's so. great. What oh, I'm saying, you can Chris find Pratt someone. Chris Pratt Solo as well? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> as he just goes, you know what? Just... Every movie Harrison Ford did 30 years ago, I'm going to yeah. do it now. You could play the President of the United States. You could uh, yeah. you could be whatever you want to be. Go for it. The chubby kid from Parks and Rec yelling, get off my plane! <laughs> I think he'd really <laughs> have... It was the one-armed man! <laughs> yes! I, I, I think he'd have to really pull back on the comedy, though. Uh, I think yeah. he... I think he will when he does when he's in uh, Jurassic World when he plays his role there. I think he'll have a much more serious. Very role. good point. That'll probably yeah. be a good example of what he could pull off as an indie. Because you guys remember when I talked about this ages ago, and uh, I'm totally down with Pratt, but he wasn't on our radar back when I was saying years ago that they should treat it like James Bond and fucking recast the role. So they yeah. finally clued in, but uh, I was calling McConaughey way back then, and that was before that motherfucker even won an Oscar. Oh yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's got that to me. He's of that age. He's he's a, maybe a little too old, in fact. He can play Sean Connery's role yeah. in the movie. <laughs> the young. Hey, he can be Indy's dad. He can be Indy's dad. <laughs> he just keeps showing up, Junior. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'd pay for that. 
Do you think they uh, will do flashbacks in Episode 7, like they've been saying? Oh, I hope not. Me too. It doesn't feel <laughs> Star Wars, does it? No, Star no. Wars doesn't have flashbacks. No. Yeah, time is something that, you know, it's... it's You don't mess Star with Star Wars that. has pop-over to concurrent storyline that's happening now. Yes. That's mm. what Star Wars is. Yeah. You... This story, this story, this story, this story. Everybody comes together and fights. Exactly. That's Star Wars. <laughs> As long as I have that and wipe transitions, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember I was telling you about the list of the five things to for, for, forgive about uh, hating on, yeah. on the prequels? Oh. It's funny because you go down the list and they had five, four, three, two, one. When you get to number one, it says Jar Jar. And then it's crossed out. And it says, "Yeah, no, Jar Jar did indeed suck." <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> hating on Jar Jar yeah. will never die. <laughs> and then they yeah, made there, an excellent. No to not hate on Jar Jar. And then an mm. excellent, excellent, excellent point was made about Yoda, and somewhere in between making the old trilogy and the new trilogy, Yoda was turned into something insane. He was turned into like this absolute ultimate better than any jedi ever mastered do you know what i mean well if you look in if you if you watch the old trilogy never is it ever insinuated anywhere that he was greater than any other jedi master right but he, he was such a fan favorite that they wanted to make him the ultimate Jedi. Yeah. And plus he's 900 years old. You're absolutely so. yeah, right. And he was basically, he was the one that was left. Isn't it fun <laughs> to think back in that way though, that like, you know what? That is one of the things that was missing. That's something that the original trilogy had as far as things being mystical and mysterious as we didn't know about the Jedi. And it was all these, imagine all these Jedi as powerful as Yoda. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's fantastical. That's mythological. That's legendary. Like, you know, that's which and is which in in episode seven they're gonna be like, Oh, we were so wrong about those midichlorian things. <laughs> we were just they don't way off. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, were we wrong about I would that? Be and shocked I... if they brought those up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, it's just a telltale <laughs> sign of high cholesterol. That's all it is. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think that in this one they they have with the with the uh, new lightsaber and things like that. They're going to introduce a brand new mythical something that'll really wow you that you've never heard of before. They're going to introduce something brand new. I think in the, in this trilogy, or at least I think so. They have to. I think. But yeah, I, think... I mean, already from what they're showing, it looks like they're trying to add to it. They're not just taking what's there and trying to play mm-hmm. with it. They are trying to add to it. Right. On. Yeah. I think uh, I I try to think of things that would be shocking, and there's the you know everybody's like oh could Luke go bad, will Han die? No, that's typical shit. Yeah. And for me, it's uh, bring in the third party. There's got to be mm-hmm. a surprise, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Every Something... trilogy has the one surprise. So right. what could that <laughs> possibly be like? Whoever the I want the third party. It's got to be yeah, yeah. Whoever you have the Jedi versus the Sith forever. Bring in a third party. Well, I think it'll be more. Right. Who the hell is Kylo Ren? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, maybe. Is there anyone from the other from the old trilogy that you can't think of that could have kind of got under the radar? And we'd be shocked that it's someone we actually know. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Lando too. I was thinking like that's the only one. 
I'm still the only black no, you know, pimp in the galaxy. You know what it is? It's what's her name from the Ewok Adventures. Little, uh, is it Cindy? <laughs> oh, Bindi? little girl all grown up as a Sith. <laughs> and she's here to kill amazing. all the Jedi. You fuckers left me on a world with crazy ass teddy uh, bears. And all the Ewoks, yeah. All, all the Ewoks are under like her force spell, so they're all fucking evil Sith Ewoks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be awesome. I want to see vicious fucking cannibalistic Ewoks. Now that would be a surprise. down the old worlds. Oh, I hope just there's an Ewok in this movie. I really hope fucking Leia's just still on Endor, chilling, getting her hair braided by the Ewoks. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. I already saved the galaxy. Oh, Leave me the fuck alone. That would be just taking a break. priceless. <laughs> I think it'll be whoever the hell Kylo Ren is. That's got to be, you know. That's going to be Probably the big one. twist. I don't know. I think that's too obvious. I, I don't. What the hell else could happen, though? That's my point. I think that's why Plenty it's going to be good. There's no, yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was weird the fact when that you can't guess. JJ admitted that some of the rumors are true, eh? Well, and you also have to look at, I mean, going into the prequels... I mean, there was a whole, like, oh, we could do this, we could do this, we could do this. But no matter what, it had to end up where the end of three somehow leads into four. Yep, that's Going true. into seven, it doesn't have to lead to fucking anything. J.J. can point that movie any fucking direction he wants at the end of it. Very true. Mm. And coming into the end of nine, there's no fucking telling where it could be going at that point. Because there's mm. nothing set in stone, there's no canon of the future of Star Wars that they're working on. And so, yeah, they literally have the open galaxy to do anything they want with the story. So maybe it's not this movie. Maybe it's not till episode eight that there's a crazy, just like an yeah, empire. The, yeah, right? the big twist. Yeah, probably. The, 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 I'm thinking there'll be a big twist in the trilogy. I don't think it'll be in episode seven. Yeah, Seven's going to yeah. be set up. Yeah, that's very Seven's going to be new yeah. characters, set up, and the start of a trilogy. And then that'll yeah. set something up or introduce something that'll go yeah. fucking haywire bonkers. Yeah, we'll get a good fight at the end, and then like there'll be a you know a flash of oh, and this character's here. Ta-da! Yeah, credits. Yeah. It's gonna be so hard to pull with off. That character will be the next movie. Man, I was I, last night. I got on Twitter. Literally, I just I forgot. I hadn't watched Walking Dead on time yet, and it was like like halfway through the show actually airing at its time slot. Stupid me uh -oh. hits Twitter <laughs> on the phone. And literally, the first thing I see is, by the way, spoilers, kids, if you haven't seen Walking Dead yet, <laughs> the first thing I see is, rest in peace, Aiden. And I'm like, oh. ah! And I turn I have no off. idea who that is. <laughs> uh, he's uh, a character who died horrifically last oh. night. And as well, another character died horrifically, and it was actually the first time in the history of watching that show that my girlfriend covered her face. Wow. Yeah, it was the first time she, and not just because of the graphicness of it, mm -hmm. but because of the character, and she felt it. She felt it. It was, uh, it was really weird. She did the whole girl like knees up on the couch, cover your face, like oh god. Sure. Nice. And yeah, have you guys not seen it yet? No, I'm still a season behind. I watch it on oh, Netflix okay. when it comes out, and I just oh yeah. Well, back. it's a beloved character, like you know they often are, but this one's just uh, well. Like I said, one... I'm actually on season 18 because I'm reading the comics as they come out. Right. So, okay. Yeah, I know what happens in the future in the real story. Guys, <laughs> hey, guys. One character I wanted to know was Noah in the books. Is your character Noah the black guy? No. Uh, no. He played the the actor's the guy who played. Uh, 
Chris Rock as a kid on that show. Oh, really? <laughs> Everybody yeah. hates okay, yeah, kind of... I know the actor you're talking about. I'm not sure. Mm. The the cast of The Walking Dead, I mean, in the comic, I mean, if you think they show up, become loved, and die in the show, you ain't seen shit compared to the comic. They've killed twice as many people in the book. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's hard yeah. to remember. I want to say there was a character named Noah, but I can't remember what part of the storyline he was yeah. in. Because it's, uh, it's Alexandria, and uh, he's the one they met in the hospital who had met Beth while she was in the hospital. But either way, uh, it was too, uh, it was a, it was a really hit you hard death because you really didn't expect it either. This one was like, oh my God, like out of nowhere. And it was... It's a zombie show, people. Stay on your toes. Nobody's oh, safe. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this was two of them as gruesome <laughs> as they've gone. These, this one death... It's the first time I've seen them really oh, do it this bad on, on The Walking Dead. This death was so gruesome uh-huh. that they had to use the guts from the scene to, to like, shadow out the camera. Like, like fuzz out the camera and blur Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah, yeah. It felt like a 1970s snuff film. It felt like Faces of Death. <laughs> Like oh, this, I still want yeah. to go find this online. Oh, dude, it was so bad because you're watching it through glass, and they took the advantage of making the glass all as gross and slimy as you can and, like, foggy. To make it hard to see. Yeah, make it hard to see through because what happened was one of the grossest ways I've seen anyone go. Like, it'd be the most painful way that I think anybody has died from zombies in the show yet. Did they eat his asshole, like, out of the bottom of a toilet? Like... <laughs> no, no. You know how they pull the, the guts apart? Like, Dale got his guts all torn open? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, then it happens to another character in this new episode. He actually gets gutted, too, pretty good. But then this Noah kid, he gets caught behind glass, like, within a, a snap second. And you're like, oh, my God, no! And they... It's he's pressed up face against glass. Dude, I found it on YouTube. Yeah, he's pressed face up against the glass. All the zombies are eating on him, and they tear his face apart. They they grab him by the mouth and the eyeballs and everything, and they tear his face apart. And it, and they had to blur it so much on the camera because it was like fucking disturbing. And he is such a beloved, like not beloved. We haven't known him that long, but he's just such, such a nice character. Like, you know mm-hmm. he's not a bad guy. He's a good kid. And he goes out in this su- such a graphically horrific way. It, it hit me, man. Like, I couldn't sleep. I was lying <laughs> wow. in bed just being like, that was fucking insane. And it, and it looks like Noah was made for the TV series, not in the comic books. Oh, okay. He was just, okay. Yeah. yeah. He didn't last too long. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell because, yeah, there's so many com- characters. Because literally in the original comics... <clears throat> I'm sorry, they were keeping a death tally in the back of the book. Oh, were where, they? Yeah, it was like, okay, here's the eight characters you've been introduced to, and they put a cross through the one that's died. And then, like, the next issue, it filled a page. And it's like, okay, here's the 20 characters you've been introduced to, and here's the three that have died. And I think it got to, like, I want to say, like, issue, like, 15 or 16, something, like, not too far into it, and it was four pages thick, and there was X's on, like, 80% of them. And I think at that point, Kirkman's like, we're just going to waste paper because eventually (laughs) the fucking back matter is going to be 60 pages of faces that are crossed the fuck out. So technically (laughs) it's easier. 
it's easier to put the people alive on the back pages. <laughs> yeah, than yeah. It when is. I think of The Walking Dead, I think of like the four characters in my head that have been alive for the entire series. Yeah. Anybody mm. else that has only been around for 20 issues, I don't even count them as a series regular yet. You don't make 50 issues, you don't even count. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> oh, man. Because they changed it like uh, Deanna, the leader of Alexandria, she's a woman. And in the book, she's an old man named Dean, right? Yeah, they yeah, always do. Yeah, there's yeah, big so. changes like that with, with Sasha, like you said, yeah. being able to rewrite stuff where he's doing different versions of the story. Yeah, so there, there's there's big changes, which I mean, it's one of those things like I say, like knowing the comic I, in my head, I know what's going to happen. I know what's canon in my head, but I enjoy when Netflix does drop the whole season and I sit and watch all of it in a weekend. And it's just a blast because I do get those little things that are changed that are different. You get, you know, Merle and Durrell who don't exist in the comics. And so you yeah. get the the chunks of the show that have nothing to do with the comic that, you know, is makes it more fun, which is why I'm actually looking forward to the spinoff. I want the show that has nothing to do with the comics yeah, where it's I just Kirkman you. getting to go nuts yeah. with characters that nobody knows, nobody loves, and he can just fucking destroy their world. Yeah, that'll be fucking <laughs> cool, man. Because, oh, he's good at it. I'm stoked to see that, too. Uh, you know what else I'm super stoked to hopefully see because it has to leak after they show it, but... Uh, Star Wars Celebration it's 30 days away. Uh, it's Star Wars Celebration? Yeah, April 16th to uh, 19th. You mean the one in Anaheim? I mean the one in Anaheim. The one that I should probably get tickets <laughs> for because I'm like right there? You probably fucking <laughs> The one next door to Francis? <laughs> right. How far are you from Anaheim? I'm about 20 minutes away, I approximately, fucking, without traffic. Dude, I can't believe, like, you don't get it, because, like, you live there and you're from there, but to the rest of sure. us, it's like, fucking, you live in Hollywood. Like, you live there. <laughs> all this shit that we always get together to talk about all the time is happening where it. you fucking are. You are in the yeah. middle of swimming pools, Mai Tais, and fucking rollerblading. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's not a 1984 like music video. <laughs> yes, it is. I know oh, it is. Dude's working out on the beach and shit. Bum's pushing <laughs> fucking shopping carts wearing three trench coats in California heat. Uh, yeah, well, if I didn't, I, unfortunately, that's actually very true. That all that stuff actually does happen. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I just found that to this. I didn't know celebration was happening in Anaheim. I just saw this today while we were talking. I said, "Oh, here we go." And their tickets aren't sold out yet, so I'm guess I guess I'm going to have to at least get one day to check it out. Yeah, I'm very surprised tickets aren't sold out. But I mean, it's not. It's not like everybody can just get on a fucking thing and go to. And, exactly, and, and it's you, huge, right? It's not like it, like it's not like a what's a, it's a right? It's a I mean, it's a four D event, right? <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's big. they got it has so much stuff going it. on. But it's it, I think it's like more buildings and places rather than just like one giant showroom floor, isn't it? Excuse me. Let's see. It is located. I don't, I don't even located actually. Uh, it's, oh, Anaheim Convention Center. Oh, same. Pl- oh, I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, so it's Anaheim Convention Center. It's a huge place. I mean, when it, you know, I'll be, <laughs> I'm gonna practically live there because I'll be there for WonderCon as well. So I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. I, there's a ton of events. I mean, they have to do it in alphabetical order for people to like. Yeah, yeah. There's there's tons of stuff. Right, right. I, I'm I I don't know anything about it, but I'm looking forward to going at least one of these days. 
Well, J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy will be doing a very, very special panel on the Thursday, okay. which is okay. like the first day, right? Now, I can't see them showing up for anything oh, for sure. other yeah, than yeah, dropping yeah. a trailer. So, yeah, because it's oh, Thursday geez. morning, too, that they're doing their panel. So they're going right. to start this thing off with a fucking bang. And I can't <laughs> wait to see what happens. It's going to be crazy. But, yeah, most of this news we have talked about in the past hour yeah. happened in yeah, the last for week, sure. week and a, a half. <laughs> like, they, they just... I don't know what ha- it's like. All the comic book TV shows went away, and they were like, "All right, we That's will fill your is. lives with the yeah, Star Wars." Yeah, because I know everything's coming lacking. back starting tomorrow. Yeah, they're only yeah. going to be talking about the Flash, so they're like, "We better right. get this shit out there now, while people can talk about it." <laughs> right, because those shows come back this week. Oh my god, I'm yeah. not going to oh, have yeah. time to do anything. The Flash, <laughs> the Arrow, just TV, TV, all the things. TV. <laughs> <laughs> gotta... So we can shout that out, actually. Uh... Uh, while we wind her down here, Francis hosts oh, yeah. a show <laughs> with this Irish fella. All right. This uh, Irish fella, Dave. And uh, that's called uh, A Critical Moment of Awesome. He also hosts a show with El Hawkes and Shelly called Back When We Were Interesting. Hey, I'm yeah, you know, you, you we just didn't see a YouTube? point to it. Not like CMYK TV has a, that has a point to be on there because we can show stuff to people. But it's harder to do so with just kind of a conversational, right. yeah. anything goes type of podcast where any subject could come up. It's it's a lot harder to kind of situate that. So we're going back to full audio. We we we, we left the video. Right on, right on. So you can catch those shows, and you can catch uh, Anthony on uh, another network called Gunna Geek. He hosts a show Sunday mornings called All Things Good and Nerdy. And he also has another show called The Next Element, <laughs> which is kind of high sure. agency at the moment. Yeah. I guess you could say That's a, a little word. bit of flux. <laughs> it's there when I need it. Yeah, it's like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but other than that, uh, the four of us, including El Haquez there, we have yeah. started a brand new <laughs> podcast. It's called uh, CMYK TV. You can catch it through the Points of Interest podcast feed on iTunes or at pointsofinterestpodcast.com. CMYKTV.com. You can. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. You sent me I all, sent that all that stuff. I meant to go through that yes. stuff. But the website so right now, and the so... .com and the stuff. Yeah. The stuff. <laughs> so right now we're only uh, we're audioed out on POI, but is there audio up on CMYKTV yet? CMYK TV has up until episode three. I'll put up episode four oh, soon, okay. or any one of us can if you want. And then um, from episode five on, it'll probably leave the uh, it'll probably leave the POI feed and have its own excellent. after episode excellent. five. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, either way, you'll always be able to find it whatever feed it's on iTunes. You'll be able to find it through pointsofinterestpodcast.com. Um, oh, yeah. So check that out because it's comic book inspired television, and it's us four t- uh, talking shit about. Uh, it really is us talking shit about. It. It's not. Don't think you're getting the news or like in-depth reviews of these shows. It's us talking shit about these shows, and it's totally yeah. It's totally us nice. doing the Chris Farley thing and being like, "Remember that? Yeah, that was awesome." And uh, no, we we get a little more interesting than that, but uh, yeah. Well, tonight was kind of an El Hawkes less Star Wars version of CMYK without the bit. video. So yeah. Yeah. the same, but not really at all. 
Right. Um, <laughs> and, and this week we'll have something new to talk about because Tuesday is the pilot of iZombie. Yes. Oh, I'm stoked. So to we see have a that. new show yeah. after the Flash. So mm-hmm. we get the showdown, man in the yellow suit, and then we get iZombie. Oh, no, boy. It's, it's too much heat. Seriously, guys. Oh, God. Well, that's why I said we don't <laughs> all have to watch everything. Oh, I want to, though. Watching one of everything. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally behind on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I like would they mind missing one of them. But because they're pretty good, it kind of happens. Yeah, that's true. There's a whole <laughs> lot me. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. detractors. There's a whole uh, lot of people that don't like <laughs> They need to come back. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have... it is. That is the easiest one to let go, you got to right. admit. It's Except now they're kind of making a thing now. Catch you know. up on? But anyway, you know, that's You get an episode <laughs> and not be totally and like then, And happen. then, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we got a lot out kind come of. Thursday. Oh, man. Good times. And that's Thursday nights at around 10.30, because that's uh, the only time really our worlds can collide. 10.30 Eastern, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, at... Sorta Geek on Twitter. That's Francis. At Anthony Bachman. That's Anthony Bachman. <laughs> that's true. You, of course, you can check me out at the underscore Jedi underscore us at AEW podcast. www.anelegantweapon.ca This weekend, Toronto Comic Con. That's Ooh. right. Metro Toronto Convention Center. This fucking weekend. Um, it's kind of crazy that one of my home cons, I'm actually taking a little light because I've got so much coming up. I got to go to Michigan. I got to go to Denver. <laughs> um, there's so much crap happening that I'm actually going for only one day this weekend. What? Um, well, here's Last the time. thing. I only, <laughs> I only need one day to get any kind of con floor chats I want, right? And uh, there's no, there's not a single celebrity there that I am interested in except maybe Dick Dickie Barrett. And that's... You know, that's maybe the only guy I'd really want to talk to as far as media guests. So there's no panels or anything interesting going on 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 this Friday or the Sunday. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go Saturday and uh, get all my chats with all my good people and see what's going on and do the walk. Because Saturday night, yeah, yeah, Saturday night, we're going to be at the Queen Elizabeth Theater checking out Hollywood (laughs) Babylon, (laughs) motherfuckers. Episode 200. Toronto, Ontario. Oh, I'm so, guys, I can't even tell you how fucking excited I am to go see Hollywood Babylon. <laughs> Sounds like it. I'm. Yeah. I can't it even. It is his uh, favorite podcast. It is. It's my absolute, absolute favorite podcast of all time, and I, just to be part of it, and uh, you guys will get a <laughs> super in-depth review of that, definitely. Um, but other than that, um, anything you guys want to shout out or say? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, very yeah, appropriately course, then, Mike. Mike. Yes, wait. Force me. Force me. Force me. Star Wars Overload! That is all we're going to have this week on an elegant weapon, kids. Take it easy!